Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy, and this week I am joined by the coach, Pintado. Coach Steven Pintado, how are you today, man? What's going on, Nate? Glad to be back on here. Yeah. Waiver Wire. Yeah, hopefully uh, uh, Steven will be a staple here moving forward. Uh, myself and Steven, uh, we're going to try weekly to bring you this this series, this, this podcast that you know, you've know you come to know and love, hopefully at least. You're tuning back in here and what's before week eight, so uh, we thank you for that. But uh, before we kick on forward, Steven, where people find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me over at Coach Steven P. If you have any questions, I'm more than happy to help you out. All right, all right, all right. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Remember, guys, we are daily here at the We Know Fantasy Podcast Network. Every Monday, you get this show, the one you listen to right now, the Waiver Wire Wishlist Podcast. Tuesdays is the first episode of Samuels vs. Slanger of the Week. Wednesday, the We Know Fantasy Podcast featuring the Fantasy Fro. Thursday is the We Know Fantasy Contributors Podcast. Friday, second episode of Samuels vs. Slanger. Saturday is the We Know Fantasy DFS Special with Nick, a.k.a. the Fantasy Mechanic. And Sunday mornings, 11 a.m., live on our Twitch channel, twitch.com, or no, no, it's twitch.tv slash We Know Fantasy. Brian and uh, some other members bring you live uh, start-sit questions, things of that nature. Sometimes Justin hops in there with some betting stuff, so it's a it's a fun Sunday morning kickoff, pre-kickoff type of show there. You can come in and, uh, and join us. Remember, our website is WeKnowFantasy.com. A lot of great articles on there weekly, Super defenses, B-team weekly rankings, quarterback streams, breaking news. And more. So last week I was on here myself. So run through my uh, results before kick off into a, uh, you know, the meat and potatoes of this uh, podcast. I say that a lot, don't I? I say meat and potatoes a lot. I like it. I like this, I guess. Anyhow, uh, we'll start with the quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco 49ers. They put a beat down on the New England Patriots, but he only had nine point four eight points because it was uh, it was uh, a Jeff Wilson show there. Kyle Allen, the Washington Football Team, had sixteen point eight six points. Running backs, Boston Scott, Philadelphia Eagles, call it that. Last uh, minute touchdown to win the game, 18.2 points. Gus Edwards of the Baltimore Ravens on a bye. J.D. McKissick, uh, Washington football team, only had 7.1 7. points. LaMichael Perrine, New York Jets, had 13.5 points. He had a touchdown, first of his career, so he's getting there. Uh, Jermichael Hasty, the San Francisco 49ers, had 8.3 points. Travis Fulgham, Philadelphia Eagles, had 12.3. Preston Williams, Miami Dolphins, was on a bye. Tim Patrick, Denver Broncos, had 7.4. Dallas Goddard was not activated off the IR of the Philadelphia Eagles and Trey Burton of the Memphis Colts was on a bye. So here we go, guys. Here's what you uh, come in. Uh, you come and listen to this podcast for who should we add for week halfway point? You know, you may have probably four or five more weeks before we start talking fantasy football playoffs, which is odd to believe that this season is almost over in all reality. But anyhow, uh, yep. Steven will kick us off here. So Steven, who is your quarterback ad of the week? All right, let's do this guys. Um, I have to just mention Tua. Uh, I know, Nate, you asked me why I didn't say Tua. I just don't think he's a great stream for Week 8, uh, but I do love him. Love to see him go out there and do something this week till next week against the Rams. But uh, I picked Derek Carr, guys, uh, Oakland Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr has been a pretty sneaky quarterback over in fantasy uh, since the beginning of the year. I mean, he's gone five straight games with two-plus touchdowns so far. He played some pretty tough opponents, I'd say. You know, Kansas City, Tampa Bay over the last two weeks. Uh, now he gets the Cleveland Browns, and we saw the Cleveland Browns go through shootout after shootout over the last couple of weeks now, and uh, not even shootouts, just the other offense is just throwing up balls and throwing up touchdown passes, and I expect Derek Carr to do a similar thing. I mean, he's looking pretty good right now. This offense is just kind of clicking in the passing game, and 
he's got weapons around him, and the Bengals can't seem, not the Bengals, but the, the Browns can't seem to stop anybody. So uh, Derek Carr is my quarterback pickup of the week, guys. Yeah, I'd love to see it. He, uh, you know, continually every season gets counted out and has some good fancy outings and a good matchup this week. And things are just happening there in Las Vegas. Um, of course, they had the surprise victor over the Kansas City Chiefs two weeks ago, moving the ball well. He has the likes of Nelson Aguilar, who has fancy football relevance. We'll talk about him later in this podcast, which is absurd after we saw what he did in Philadelphia. But, yeah, can't go wrong with Derek Carr, especially uh, especially he's minimally owned. He's only owned in you know less than 30% of both formats of Yahoo and ESPN. So great streaming option. And even if you need a rest of the season player, he could be your guy. All right, so my guy here, I'm going Teddy Bridgewater. I'm breaking my rule, going for 40% owned of Yahoo at 44%, but he's only only owning 30.6% of ESPN leagues. And this week, he gets that juicy matchup against the Atlanta Falcons, who have allowed the most fancy points to opposing uh, opposing quarterbacks. So Bridgewater here has uh, turned it on. He is uh, what that what that uh, Carolina team needed. Uh, he, he's he's playing well. Now, two weeks ago against Chicago, we didn't have a good game, but Chicago is one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, against the Saints, he had 19.16 points. Uh, doesn't really turn the ball over. I mean, he does. It doesn't. It's either two picks or no picks in the game, really. You know, a few weeks ago when they did play Atlanta before, he had 20.82 points with uh, 313 yards and two touchdowns. This offense is rolling. Love this matchup here. It's at home, too. So expect another 20-plus point performance out of Titty Bridgewater. Yeah, that's that's great, and you have to mention him here. Nate. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, if you're looking for a stable quarterback and he's sitting out there, you have to go get him because he's just going to give you a great, solid week this week. I mean, if you're looking for 20 fantasy points, he's just going to give that to you. I mean, he's just, he's been looking good. I I rewatched most of that game the other day, yesterday, this morning actually, and Teddy Bridgewater looks actually really good. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep him long term. Um, I mean, just in general sense, in terms of fantasy, I mean. He's going to put up at least 20 fantasy points, guys. Two touchdowns, probably 300 yards. Expect another somewhat of a shootout game. It's a great pick. You can't go wrong there. Yeah, this Panthers team was written down in the, in the preseason as you know one of the worst in the league, and he has never the winning record, so that's pretty impressive. Let's move on to running backs, guys. And I have a twofer here. This is pretty much uh, take your pick of the 49ers available on your on your waiver wire. Tevin Coleman is eligible to return this week. It is deemed, I guess, a long shot that he is to come off IR and play this week. But the 49ers are getting pretty desperate. Jeff Wilson now hit the IR out several weeks where he mosterts out. This entire uh, entire running back core is out. So Coleman's owning 27% of Yahoo, 19.6% of ESPN leagues. So then if T- Coleman remains out, Jarrett McKinnon, who was a non-factor in last week's game, was, uh, that was purposeful. They didn't really need him, and he had a heavy workload in previous weeks, so he could have a big week this week. But he's on like 80% of leagues. So if you uh, if Coleman still remains out, you want to take you want to take a you know a long shot here. Jermichael Hasty, he's only twenty percent of the and three point five percent of the ESPN leagues, regularly available. We know whatever forty yards running back is getting the most touches is put up fantasy football relevance. Getting Seattle this week, so you know we're expecting more passing out of the backfield, which of course McKinnon and Hasty kind of uh, you know do well, and anyone that Ferns offense does. But it it is you got to take a gamble here. If uh, if Coleman is available, I would scoop him up because you're still going to get Raheem out for a while and Jeff Wilson out for a while. That would make Coleman the number one back there. So he would be prioritized above uh, a hasty for me. But if you need a guy for one week, hasty may be that guy because Coleman will be coming back from the IR. Even if he does play, he may be uh, you know a little slowed up, 
not really uh, of the game speed. So hasty this week, but Coleman long-term, make sure you get yourself a 49ers running back uh, if available. Yeah, you want to get someone because no matter who gets the starting job, guys, or whoever has to start that week seems to be the, a very productive back. And uh, Coleman, he seems, I think he's hopeful to play, but again, you don't know how that's going to go. It, it probably best they sit him unless they use him as like an emergency back in case they have to. Uh, Hasty, I mean, I kind of liked him, uh, especially in a lot of dynasty leagues. Uh, I know people were hiring him last week, but I, I I wasn't there yet. But seeing him have another, you know, nine carry game for 57 yards this time and get involved in the passing game, you have to like him a little bit, at least for this coming week. I mean, Seattle, we saw Kenyon Drake and at least Chase Edmonds, at least kind of tear them up a little bit. So if Hasty can kind of get involved in this offense here, um, he could at least give you some flex option for you this coming week if you're in desperate need for an RB. And I guess we'll go over to um, my pick here. And uh, I went with, and it's hate to say this, guys, but um, it's a Jet running back. And you have to know who it is at this point. It's not right. It's Michael P. Ryan, guys. Um, You know, rookie out of Florida. Uh, This kid, I I was really high on him coming out of the draft. I really liked his ability. He was like one of my, like, I think top seven RBs coming out of the draft. And he landed with the Jets. Good opportunity for him. And over the last two games now, he's, then okay i mean nothing great but this past week i mean he had 11 carries and he found the end zone at least which was great i mean kind of showing that you know he's getting more involved frank Gore might have gone 11 too but p ryan's getting more involved in this offense especially seeing passing work i think he saw three targets last week again not what you want to see and hopefully more is coming down the road for him but they do versus kansas city Kansas City has been a little more lenient on running back. So even in a bad game script, Michael P. Ryan could end up seeing enough workload for him to be somewhat of a flex option for you this week if you need it. Uh, you know, he's relatively available in leagues right now. So uh, go out and get him while you still can because he could end up having a bigger role down the stretch. Yeah, two straight weeks here of 10-plus touch or opportunities between rushing tips and receiving, like you said, probably the end zone. He's, you know, averaging over three and a half yards per carry. Not impressive, but, you know, he's getting it done. Uh, again, the targets are there. And, you know, this Kansas City game, he should be more involved than, uh, say, a Frank Gore because the passing game will be more important. Um, Frank Gore really doesn't excel there at all. Yeah, this is a – you really don't like to play Jets players if at all possible instead of, say, a Jameson Crowder. But if you're desperate for running back, especially this part of the season where you may be a lot of injuries still happening across the league, P. Ryan could be uh, – you know, a nice flex play or a, or a desperate RB2 that could find the end zone and get a few touches to, you know, post 10-plus points for you. All right, guys. So I already gave you two running backs, but I'll give you another one just because. So I'm going the opposite side of this game with the 49ers. I'm going Carlos Hyde, the Seattle Seahawks. He's on 11% of Yahoo and 5% of ESPN leagues. So Chris Carson left that game, left that game against Arizona with an injury. He did not return to the game. It is, I'm not sure his status right now, but, you know, there's a good chance he does not play this week against the 49ers. The 49ers, you know, they're very good against the run. There's no doubt about this. But you want anyone tied to the Seattle offense. Anyone that's getting regular work in the Seattle offense, I don't care what the matchup is, you want someone in that position. So we saw we saw Hyde get 15 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown against Arizona last week. Uh, and he's readily available, 12% of Yahoo, I said. And what was his ESPN mark here? 5% of ESPN. So he's readily available. Need a plug-and-play guy. Again, matchup is not ideal, but this offense is too powerful to really go off matchups and that thing. So if you're the RB1 there in Seattle, you got to be a start in my books. 
All right. Um, I, I don't hate that one all as long as he's okay. Uh, I heard some rumors out there that he had somewhat of a um, tight hamstring. Again, it could be really be nothing. Uh, it could be just literally what it is. I mean, he could be fine coming this week. Would give him a great pickup, and he should be someone you go pick up. But uh, just keep your eyes on the you know the injury reports, uh, and maybe a guy like DJ Dallas or maybe Travis Homer could end up being a starter this week. We don't even know yet. But uh, Carlos Hyde's a great pickup. You should definitely pick him up if he's available because he could end up being the main starter. But if not, all right, keep your eyes open. Yep. Very important there. So who's our final running back of the list here, Stephen? Uh, my final running back, um, and it's Wayne Gallman, uh, Gallman uh, New York Giants running back here. I uh, kind of picked up the slack last week when Devontae Freeman went down. I uh, don't know how his injury status is yet. I know he's like questionable for next week. Uh, but if he doesn't play, it's not the best matchup. But if you're, again, desperate at running back, but it seems like all these running backs are going down, he's another guy. Um, it's a matchup is bad because they're versing the Bucks, but the Bucks have allowed, um, you know, uh, receiving yards or receiving receptions uh, to running back so far this season. So uh, he racked up five car- uh, five catches last week. So uh, that could be something that gets him somewhat involved. So if you're in a PPR league, uh, Gallman is someone uh, could be somewhat of a, a desperate flex option for you in week eight. Yeah, you have to get desperate because it's Tampa Bay this week, who is one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, at this point in the season, if you need a running back, you really have to pull all stops to get someone. If you need to plug and play, say you have two guys on by two guys on by an injury and you really need someone calm and could do it for you. The, uh, at this point you're getting a, what could be a starting uh, running back in any team is worth rostering. So if that's a possibility, Gallman should be rostered in, uh, most leagues if, if, uh, if available there for you. Definitely. Um, but let's go over to wide receiver now, Nate. And my first wide receiver up is just basically the the bye week filler wide receiver you want almost every bye week. It seems <laughs> like <laughs> love and this guy. It's Cole Beasley, guys. Uh, I mean Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's a little bit higher owned, forty one percent in both Yahoo and ESPN. Uh, but if he's out there, and he should be out there in some leagues at least, uh, he's got a, a decent matchup this week uh, against the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots haven't been that great on defense as many people would have thought. And he's been averaging about like six targets a game, or he's had at least six targets in six or seven games so far this season. He's just got one game under 10, uh, 10 PPR points. And if John Brown continues to be kind of out of this lineup, uh, I mean, he's going to see passing work. The run game is really non-existent. So Josh Allen's going to continue to throw and Cole Beasley's going to benefit. He's just going to give you a solid week if you're uh, in need of a wide receiver this week. Yeah, this is like guaranteed points. You're guaranteed 10 plus here. Like you said, only one week under 10, and that was 9.8 in week one. Uh, he put up 22, 22.2 last week against the Jets, 12 targets. If John Brown remains hindered, and we'll see possibly, uh, you know, Gilmore on uh, on uh, digs this week, uh, Beasley could be the guy underneath. And uh, continue what he's doing, just getting steady targets. He's seen at least six in every game except one. He's seen seven plus and four of those. So it's just pretty straightforward. If you're a follower of my B team series, that's live on our website every Saturday, Sunday, whenever it gets out there, you know, Cole Beasley is a staple both last year and this year. We love the guy over there. He's a, we know fantasy hall of famer fan favorite, in my opinion. So guys back to the 49ers with all those injuries happening. I'm going Brandon Ayuk here. If he's available, you need to add this guy. 
49% owning Yahoo, but just 20.4% of ESPN leagues. Debo Samuel is going to miss a few weeks, so this automatically just makes Brandon Ayuk the RB1, or wide receiver one, excuse me. I mean, he does run the ball too, but wide receiver one, there's some tough games here coming for the 49ers. They have Seattle and Green Bay, and I think New Orleans in a three-game stretch. We'll have to throw the ball. Uh, Ayuk's getting more familiar in this offense, getting more involved in this offense. He's, he's scored touchdowns. He scored a touchdown last week. Uh, seeing some more targets, and they, he's just a playmaker. They want to get the ball in his hands. Nothing more to say. You're getting uh, the wide receiver one who will also rush and catch the ball um, in a 49ers offense that you know has put up some big numbers in, in some games this week or this season. Yeah, no, I, I love I love this pick a lot here. I mean, especially with uh, Debo Samuels going out. Uh, I mean, game versus Seattle this week at least. Uh, you're going to expect some big numbers, and he's been good when it comes to targets as well. You know, he's not one of those guys who's just going to get one or two targets and break a long one. He's been, you know, five, six, three, seven over the last four weeks. I mean, he's getting targets at least, and that's what you want. And again, a game against Seattle, I mean, it, it's expected to be somewhat of a high-scoring game. So, Brandon, you should end up having a really good game and should be someone to really want to consider, probably over all these wide receivers we're talking about tonight, as a guy to pick up this week. If he's available, he's top my waiver priority. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Unless you need a running back, I mean, any other thing, you have to get this guy on the top of your list. So, uh, Going over to my second one, I guess, now. And uh, I went with Nelson Aguilar, guys. I'm staying with the Las Vegas Raiders trend here. And he's only available He's available in over. He's only owned in 4% of Yahoo and 1.8% of ESPN. So he's out there. I gave you guys a guy you could easily go out there and get this week. And Nelson Aguilar, I mean, talk about a turnaround season or career for him. I mean, he comes to the Raiders and, and performs really well. 12 fantasy points in the last three games, uh, each of the last three games, I'm sorry. And now he gets to play Cleveland, who just allowed three wide receivers over over 50 yards this past week. Uh, I mean, he's seeing good target numbers, especially now that he's got eight now after a bye week. So they obviously, his their game plan was to get him more involved in this offense here. Uh, he's the guy who's going to stretch the field a little bit down, down and... Derek Carr is targeting him, and you got to go with a guy who continues to impress over these last couple of weeks now. So uh, he could be a really great streamer for you this week if you're in need of a, a buy week replacement. Yeah, this is a great option against Cleveland here, who have allowed the most uh, receiving touchdowns uh, thus far this season. Nine targets last week against Tampa Bay. So when up against a Tampa Bay uh, defense that allowed the sixth fewest points to opposing wide receivers. And we had a 21.7 uh, point game in PPR league, 107 yards and a score, three or four touchdowns on this season. Can't go uh, without saying that. At least 14.4 in the last three games. This guy is an ad, and he just be neglected because of his years in Philadelphia and how poor he was there. But he's the real deal this year. He's getting the targets. He's getting the uh, the red zone targets, especially with four touchdowns through uh, six games. You really can't go wrong there. So let's wrap up receivers here. And today news broke that OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. is out for the season with torn ACL. So Jarvis Landry steps up to the wide receiver one there in Cleveland and a somewhat high-powering offense, or well, at least an offense that can be high-powering. And Rashard Higgins now should be the wide receiver too, and he is my ad here. He's owning 2% of Yahoo and 0.2% of ESPN leagues. Uh, nothing much more to say. You're getting a uh, you're getting a guy tagged to a uh, tagged to an offense that puts up points regularly. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty simple here. Last week when OBJ left, he saw six targets, caught all six of them for 110 yards. Didn't score, but he scored two touchdowns in the two previous weeks. So it's not just 
you know, OBJ's gone and he burst onto the scene. He's been productive in the last two weeks before this. So, you know, gets Las Vegas, Houston, Philadelphia, um, following a bye week, you know, even goes into Jacksonville. So four or five games coming up that's very favorable against wide receivers. So uh, if you need a wide receiver, Richard Higgins could be your guy too. Yeah, no, I like this one. I mean, obviously someone has to step up here. It could end up being a tight end, but uh, obviously another wide receiver is going to step in, and it's Higgins. I mean, you kind of saw him kind of creeping up to getting more production over the last couple weeks against tough matchups, and now he gets a a big game even though Odell was out of it. I mean, he should see an increased role as the number two wide receiver now on this team here, and he could definitely be someone that gives you that, you know, flex appeal some weeks and good matchups. So uh, he's definitely a guy that's worth picking up as well. Uh, all right, guys, let's finish it off here with the tight ends. I'll lead off here with a uh, familiar, uh, familiar, familiar, I can't talk today, familiar uh, name to this podcast. And that's Logan Thomas, the Washington football team. He once again uh, emerged to fantasy relevance, 26% owned Yahoo and 8.5% of ESPN leagues. He uh, had a fantastic week last week as the Washington football team uh, beat Dallas, surprisingly there, had four targets, caught all four of them for 60 yards and a score. You know, the week prior, he had four targets, three receptions, 42 yards and a score. Uh, they have a bye week is the only problem this week, but tight ends are pretty scarce. So if you need a tight end beyond um, beyond the bye, they get the Giants, the Lions, Cincinnati, Dallas again, Pitt. There's some great matchups coming up here for this, uh, for Logan Thomas. So if you need a tight end, Adam this week, or you could even probably get him next week, uh, you know, with him being on a bye, many people won't be targeting him, but... Uh, B ahead of the game. He's seen 36 targets on the season. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, if I could do math here, that's almost five a game. Uh, you know, two touchdowns already. So need a tight end. Logan Thomas is my guy. Yeah, no, Logan Thomas is a great, like, rest of the season uh, pickup right now because you kind of see him being, you know, we liked him early on because of the targets. But now, you know, and he ended up not being that efficient with his, his targets in terms of fantasy points. And now you got Kyle Allen in here. And you see him see maybe fewer targets, but being efficient with it, doing something really strong with Kyle Allen on the field, getting downfield throws more to him. And you, he's showing on the fantasy board. So back-to-back touchdowns, back-to-back 40-plus yard games here. Um, he's definitely someone worthy of a pickup because he's like the number two target or so outside of the – if you don't count the running backs. And uh, he's going to probably continue that role. And with good matchups, like Nate said, it's, it's a great pick right there to pick up. And All right, Steven, finish off here with uh, probably my favorite tight end to add this week. Yeah, so I went with a tight end that you could actually play this week. No offense, Nate. <laughs> um, but I went with uh, Richard Rodgers, guys, for the Philadelphia Eagles here. And the one thing we know about the Eagles is that they've had great tight ends over the last you know, five or six years plus. Um, and Carson Wentz obviously loves throwing to his tight ends. So, you know, there was a sleeper status last week on Rodgers, and he produced you know, eight for 85 last week um, against a, a Giants defense that was pretty average against uh, tight ends. And now 11 targets over the last two games. Now they go up against the Cowboys who just allowed Logan Thomas to have one his best game of the season, you know, four for 16, a touchdown. Uh, Wentz loves his tight ends. They've combined for over 30% of his target share this coming season. And with the lack of weapons, I know Jalen Reger is supposed to be coming back, um, but you lose Deshaun Jackson. You still have no tight ends. You don't might not have Miles Sanders. You have Travis Fogum, and that's really it. Uh, Rodgers could end up having a really nice week and could be a nice streamer option for you maybe in need of a tight end for maybe whoever was on a bye week this week. 
Yeah, this is the last week to play him too because I'm assuming Dallas Goddard will still remain out and then the, the bye week, so Goddard will be back to the bye week and then not uh, too far after that, Ertz will be returning. So this is the window now. Great matchup, great streaming option. I'd go as far as I'd play this guy in flex if I had a, you know, a, a George Kittle or a Travis Kelsey or a, a big name there at tight end. He could be flex-worthy this week. I'm that confident in this and this uh, pickup Sunday night football here for the NFC least. <laughs> so uh, battle battle for first position here with uh, some two-win teams here. Love to see that. But, yeah, he's going to have a great week. I'm very confident in that. And, uh, yeah, pick him up if you can. All right, guys. So that's another week of the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire wish list. A lot of great names this week, so make sure you're still playing the Waiver Wire. Even if you're undefeated and you feel like your team can't get any better, do your due, due diligence and make these moves. Uh, you know, it takes away from other people trying to compete with you. Uh, so don't get complacent with your teams. Uh, before we sign off here one more time, uh, Stephen, where people find you on social media? Yeah, uh, you can find me over at Cody. And real quick, Nate, to those who are actually, you know, 5-1, and 6-0, and oh, you know, start looking at the playoff schedule. Start looking at possibly picking up players you may want to have on your team just in case. So uh, that's my last take I'll give you guys. Yeah, look down the road, guys. Look down the road. Remember, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Remember, we are daily here on the We Know Fantasy Podcast Network. So wherever you consume your podcasts, you can find us daily with a brand new episode coming at you. And visit our website, WeKnowFantasy.com, for some more fantasy football content, including weekly series. So until next week, guys, we'll see ya.